Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation, and this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie 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 and then again they will do worse than that they will do whatever is necessary the clintons are criminals remember that this is well documented and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread 
criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family. Instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks, who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. What is going on, friends and family? How is everybody doing out there today? We've got uh, friends and fam over on Pilled course amazing uh platform the founders and programmers as well as uh, the two mats and methods all the amazing stuff they're doing on pill.net as well as foxhole incredible stuff love you all god bless you i see all the fam and all the different chats we got pilled foxhole linkedin d live periscope twitch and then it's uh mirrored on gab tv as well as rumble and BitChute, and i guess on youtube for however long <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to keep us up there. So whatever, we'll, we'll see how that works out. But know that you can always find us on pill.net as well as Foxhole. And so for all the fame on YouTube and for LinkedIn and Periscope and because Periscope, I think it, uh, I think they take it down at the end of March anyways. Right. So make sure you go over to pill.net as well as the Foxhole. And uh, of course, huge thanks to Shahid. Appreciate you, brother. I can only imagine what time it is at night over there for you. So really appreciate you, you know, keeping the peace and keeping keeping the fam informed, as well as Jason mirroring all the videos and all the different platforms for us. And Tom for being our distribution center, sending out all the books and the hats and the hoodies and the beanies and the socks and all the different stuff that we give to the fam for free. Uh, huge thanks to Tom, Will, of course, for all the stuff that you do behind the scenes. And of course, my son, Aaron. Incredible. He is the uh, he is Oz behind the curtain. Love you. Appreciate you. As well as uh, daughter B. Yeah, so daughter B. Saw you in the chat. Love you. Look forward to seeing you soon. And let's take a quick look here. So non-coincidence synchronicities. What is up, brother? Thank you again for your service. Slayer fan. What is up, brother? Jim K. Easton Bowl. Joyful Diamonds. Kendra V. Janie. Joshua Davis. What is up, brother? Pied Piper. London Bobby. Dusty Blue, Tom P. Like I'll just be here all night reading names off. Let me dump, jump over here to uh, Foxhole. 
Uh, let's see here. Just V, what is going on? Janet J, Jill and Gomez, Bond, Blue, Lady Q. You're awesome. Freedom Fighter, Just V again. Uh, red Pill, Redneck Woman. I love it. Daddy Crab, what is going on? What is going on, fam? Let me just jump over to DLive really quick. Uh, they got the lemons working again, so I will try to... Looks like I've got a balance of about 109, so I'll try to... Um, give those out at the end of the show. Remind me, please, in the chat, remind me. Uh, so we'll do that. And any of the uh, lemons that come to the uh, the channel, I'll make sure that I distribute those as well to the fam. It looks like we've already got Bill Tour 101 and Laura Dora. What is going on? Incognito Moon, Thumper Rose, Lens Over It. <laughs> Laura Dora, I'm waving back at you. <laughs> awesome. And uh, thank you, Dan Q. He just... Uh, uh, put in two lemons, so we'll make sure we give those back to the family as well as uh, lens over it. So awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into some of this stuff here. Now we've got kind of a uh, controversial show tonight, okay? Because um, yeah, it's going to be a little controversial. <laughs> but um, and for before I go there, I guess anybody that wants um, a free Bitcoin and blockchain booklet. I always forget. Um, just go to Crypto Beetles. Let me just start sharing my screen right now. I'll just get it out of the way. So that way the fam can see what it is I'm talking about. Let me change the uh, little display here. There we go. All right. So um, over here on right here, if you want, um, a lot of the fam has been, you know, been, you know, very uh, gracious. Uh, thanking us for sending, you know, hoodies and shirts and hats and beanies and socks and books and all that kind of stuff. We, um, if you want to learn about blockchain and, and crypto, uh, this is like the appetizer to it. There are far more advanced books out there. This is just to kind of help the noobs get the basic understanding of what Bitcoin and what blockchain is. And it's free. Uh, just go right here to the giveaways on the email opt-in, click enter. Say you want the ebook and you can download it within seconds. So, uh, no cost. Even if you want, um, you know, some hats and shirts, no cost. We just uh, mail them out to the fam. Just a way of uh, giving back. If you want to uh, play our video game, it should be on Apple. I'm hoping it goes live today. We've been waiting on the Apple Store for it seems like forever to allow it to go through. But right now, it's on the Android Store. You play this, the longer you last, the more credits you get. Then you can convert those credits into cryptocurrency for free. And start playing with crypto. And if you need a wallet, my favorite, well, it's because we built it, <laughs> is a Monarch wallet. It's free as well. You can get it on the Android or Apple stores. Okay. So uh, let's take a real quick look for all the precious metal lovers out there like myself. It looks like gold is down again. I, I see that it's up, you know, over the past 24, but it's down from where we were headed. Uh, it's at 1728. And the ask is 2603 for silver. So anyways, this is a long-term hold. And if you go back to my book, uh, Here's What You Do in 2009 or 2010, this was like $3 or $7, I forget. And this was 600 maybe, I forget. So it's, it's definitely not for uh, day traders for the most part. It's mostly just uh, buy and hold on for dear life, right? Because we see what's happening with our... Uh, <laughs> dirty fiat currency. All right. And um, for the fam too, I get this all the time. It is not me reaching out to you on YouTube in the comments, nor is it me on Telegram reaching out to you uh, saying, hey, you know, join this group or, you know, I'll send you $2,000 of Ethereum if you, uh, I don't know, 
you know, join my test group or something and tell us how the Monarch wallet works. That is not me. We do have a Telegram group. We've had it for years and years and years. I don't pop in all that much. I know Shahid wants me to and some of the fam does, but it's just really been a place for nefarious activities from unscrupulous actors. It's, uh, you gotta be very careful on Telegram, okay? The people you think you're talking to, it's very easy to open an account. It's very easy to pretend to be Donald Trump, right? Our great POTUS. It's very easy to pretend to be me, some nobody, right? Um, and they'll reach out to you and try to get you to do something like give them your seed to your uh, Monarch wallet or all kinds of crazy things. Just don't fall for it. It's not me. I'll never reach out to you. I will only respond to the family. I never reach out to the family, never ask you for anything. I'll just try to give back. All right. But anyways, um, Today, it's going to be a little bit of a controversial episode uh, because we know how much we, you know, love and respect and admire armed forces, but the brass at the top have really let us down and we, we got to discuss it, you know, I mean, never should we have had to, you know, come to this if we had a constitutional republic, but it's clear we don't have a constitutional republic. We have a banana republic now, which is terrifying. And um, I, and I know that as much as it hurts to admit that, I'm sure if you look at the writing on the wall, even back in biblical times where the, the saying comes from, you'll know that it's true. We, we are living in an upside down clown world and it's just freaking disgusting. Um, so anyways, if we had a constitution, constitutional republic, we wouldn't have to worry about any of this stuff. But now it's up to God and to us to take it back, you know, peacefully, of course, because the uh, top brass appear to be, you know, in collusion or at least, I don't know, they're just standing by, sitting on their hands. I don't know what they're doing. I know that, you know, we have a ton of uh, family. My family, for instance, has got a long history of serving the uh, the U.S., right, um, through armed forces as well as you look at Benjamin Franklin, you know, you know, creating our Constitution. So, I mean... I have great admiration, respect, and love for the troops. And I know that there are, there's so many of them that are so disgusted with what's happened because they know that this election was stolen, YouTube. They know, just like the rest of the world, they, they're laughing at us that this was allowed to happen. And so it shouldn't, it shouldn't be us that have to fix this, but it, it is. <laughs> it is because they're obviously standing down and letting this happen. So it's going to be kind of a, a controversial one. I've got a ton of articles. We might go for two hours on this one, just giving you a, a heads up. I didn't even have time to get all the tabs up and get all the highlighted stuff done right because I've been super busy, but um, I tried to put some time in before the, before the show. And yeah, it's going to be a little messy. It's going to be a little messy, but I have a feeling you're going to be able to follow along and then the call to action. You'll see the problem solution. That's that's who I am in business and everything else. You, you find, isolate the problem, then you create a solution for it. So we can do this. All right. So it's going to be a little messy. So just bear with me and forgive me if I ramble on a little bit too much. Um, but what I want to start off with, and this is going to probably bring some tears to eyes as well as make other people very um, upset all in the same time. So you're going to be, um, you know, you're going to be filled with love and you're going to be filled with anger all at the same time. So just giving you a little heads up. Uh, so we start kind of dark, go through what's been going on. And then we end with uh, what should and could happen if we decide to do it. All right. So let me see. I know the boy, uh, Aaron, he put this video, I believe in here. So I should be able to find it. There we go. Found it. 
Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and mute myself so that way uh, it doesn't come through. And I'm going to, yeah, going to mute the audio over on the share screen. Otherwise, you'll get that uh, that echo that everybody just loves so much when I forget to do this stuff. So here we go. Here we go. Let me be the first to congratulate you on a job well done and call you a United States Marine. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. I you solemnly swear. To support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies. Foreign and domestic. And to bear true faith. And allegiance to the same. Then I will obey. The orders of. The President of the United States. And the orders of. Those officers, Those officers appointed over me, appointed over me. according to regulations, regulations. and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. So uh, for the fame out there that are wondering why I am uh, sh- sharing that video, there is um, a, a a link between the Marines and POTUS. And if you go back and you do a deep dive and you go down the rabbit hole, you'll be able to see that um, you'll, you'll be able to see who the Marines could report to. All right. And you'd be understand, and you would understand that oath that they just swore what it means. And so we're going to kind of start going through this together and see where we're at. All right. Give me one second here. And the reason why I believe this is kind of important, too, is, um, you know, I, in my opinion, I believe that 90% of our industry, our uh, officials, all that stuff, I believe is corrupt. And I think it's going to require, you know, God and us to take this back. But it should be our brave, you know, men and women, you know, that do it, not us that have to do it. But remember, you know, I mean, they, they swore an oath to this and. Anyways, it, uh, it appears that uh, if they, I don't know, if they held their oath or kept their oath, then we wouldn't have to go through this mess. But here we are. And for uh, the fam, <clears throat> excuse me, that wants to read the oath, it's right here on todaysmilitary.com. Uh, it talks about enlisting in the military. And the fourth of the fifth step is taking the oath of enlistment. Once your uh, career has been determined, you are ready to take the oath of enlistment. In this statement, you vow to defend the United States Constitution and obey the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Family members are invited to watch and take photos. And it says, the oath is, I, and then they state their name, do solemnly swear uh, that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear truth, true faith, and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States, orders of the officers appointed over me get scary, according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. All right. So we're going to start getting into some of the controversial stuff. And just know that I love I love the troops, I love the men and women that keep us uh, safe and, you know, just, you know, you know, do their thing, right? I mean, it's, but the people at the top, the top brass, 
I take issue with them, all right, because they know what's going on. So um, anyways, we're going to start off here with going through some of the darkness. So Joe Biden endorsed Trump. Um, uh, so he's exerated by nearly 500 retired top military national security officials. So nearly 500 generals, admirals, and former national security officials from both parties endorsed former Vice President Joe Biden on Thursday and blasted President Donald Trump as not equal to the challenges of the job in a letter released Thursday. Now, I get it. We got a deep state. We got it's very wide and very deep, and we have that military industrial complex, but still, these are 500 retired top military. All right. Here, this is another article from New America. It talks about the military speaks out. Serving, serving. Right. And retired U.S. military leaders view uh, views about Trump administration. So here it says the first statement we captured was on January 6, 2017. And the data was updated on January 19th of 2021. We've recorded a total of 309 individual statements and letter signatures from active and retired military leaders, 54 of which have been supportive of the Trump administration. 54, that's it. And 255 that are critical if sometimes um, obliquely when made by those in active service. Leadership is the most contentious issue among military with 54 statements and, and letter signatures supporting Trump's leadership and 158 criticizing his ability to lead. The remaining statements and letter signatures are all critical, including 64 on civil rights issues and 33 on foreign policy. All right, so I recommend that the fam reads all of these different articles. I'm just going to cherry pick little certain parts from them, but they're easy to um, search engine and find. All right. So here again, top military leaders remind troops of limits of free speech. It says uh, amid worry about renewed violence on inauguration day, the military's top leaders issued a written reminder to all service members Tuesday that the deadly insurrection at the Capitol last week was an anti-democratic criminal act and that the right of free speech gives no one the right to commit violence. It's funny, you know, there was no Trump supporters, to my knowledge, that committed any violence. It was Antifa types that were at the front of the line and MAGA types trying to stop them. A memo signed by all members of the joints, this is where it gets sad and bad. A memo signed by all members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff also reminded military members that Joe Biden was duly elected, right, as next president and will be sworn into office on January 20th. The memo was unusual in that the military leadership, including Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, felt compelled to remind service members that it is wrong to disrupt the constitutional process. That is so wrong right there because we know the constitutional process wasn't kept. The language went further than statements by the civilian leader of the Pentagon, Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller, by describing the assault as an act of sedition and insurrection. Miller has called it reprehensible and contrary to the tenets of the United States Constitution. All right, so here's some of the names, right? So this here um, comes from the U.S. Department of Defense, uh, defense.gov, Joint Chiefs Stress, Service Members' Commitment to Constitution. All right, so it says here that U.S. service members swear an oath to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. The memo signed by all eight members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff stresses that commitment and the values behind it. 
The memo signed yesterday said the actions of the Capitol were inconsistent with the rule of law. The rights of freedom of speech and assembly do not give anyone the right to resort to violence, sedition, and insurrection. If you remember, you know, I think, uh, was it uh, Babbitt? I, I'm sorry if I mispronounce her name. You know, she was uh, shot and killed. You know, it was by one of the Democrats, I believe, uh, security details. She was unarmed. All right. The memo stresses that the United States military will obey lawful orders from civilian leadership, support uh, civil authorities to protect lives and prosperity, ensure public safety in accordance with the law, and remain fully committed to protecting the def- to protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Here it was signed by Army General Mark Milley, Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, Air Force General John Hayton, um, Army Chief of Staff James uh, McCon- uh, McConville, Marine Corps Commander. Uh, Commandant uh, General David C. Berger, uh, Naval Operations Admiral Michael Gilday, Air Force Chief of Staff Charles Brown, Chief of Space Operations General Raymond, which is crazy because Trump created that division and appointed him. The Chief of National Guard Bureau, Army General Daniel R. Hawkinson. (coughs) Must be the Rona. All right. Military.com, in an unprecedented joint letter, top military brass denounces U.S. Capitol uh, riot. So in a one-page memo to all U.S. troops, the eight members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff told the entire military force that the president-elect Biden, sniff your dog's butt Biden, will be their next commander-in-chief. All service members, they added, must embody the values and ideals of the nation. I know a lot of the fam has seen this stuff before, knows this stuff but had a different idea of what would happen and we're seeing what's happened. All right. So that's why we're kind of going through history, all right. To the, to the present. So this here is the letter that they're referring to where it's basically telling our great servicemen and women to stand down and let this unconstitutional crap happen. And it's signed by all of the joint chiefs of staffs. I'll eat them right there. To me, that is treason. All right. Especially when the entire world knows what happened. God, what is going on with this? Oh, geez. Oh, here we go. Cool. So for whatever reason, I have a lot of articles that are um, linked to the Gateway Pundit, and I think their site is having issues. I was hoping this wasn't going to happen on, you know, on the show. But anyways, uh, this article, if it was to show up, it would show how poorly our great men and women of the, uh, the National Guard, armed forces in general, of course, but are being uh, fed raw meat, and they also have metal shavings in their food. And some of our great National Guardsmen were, they ended up um, being hospitalized for this, all right? So, crap. This article here, um, for whatever reason, darn it, gateway pun it, um, refers to, and you can find all these articles there, where it talks about the, um, the stolen military boats. So the votes that were stolen from the military that didn't go to Trump, that were supposed to go to Trump, that ended up going to Biden, these same people were forced to sleep on the parking garage floors, cold parking garage floors, like um, one one bathroom for thousands and thousands of our great service servicemen and women. All right, so it popped back up. It says the same party that stole military votes in Michigan and Georgia is now forcing military men and women 
to sleep on the floor in a DC parking garage. So, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. There's the race. Yeah, geez. Um, so I lost all my highlighted stuff here. I don't want to just read this entire thing here, but it says, um, let's just go ahead and read the end here. All right, well, I'll just read this. It says, uh, not one military, not one of the military ballots was registered, was a registered voter. And the ballots looked like they were exact, or were all exactly the same Xeroxed copy of the ballot. They were all for Biden across the board. There wasn't a single Trump vote and none of the voters were registered. Witness Patty says um, they had to manually enter the names, addresses, enter birth dates of 1120 which would override the system and allow them to enter non-registered voters, of which I saw several that day. Throughout the day, that's how they would override voters that were neither in the electronic poll book or in the supplemental updated poll book. All right. So not only do they steal their votes, but they force them to sleep on cold cement parking garage floors and share one bathroom for God only knows how many of thousands of our great uh, men and women of our armed forces. Yeah. For whatever reason, the Gateway Pundits having prom tonight. I just sourced a bunch of articles from them because they're a Patriot site and they make it very easy with this little search field up here. When you go to more, it makes it easy to pull up articles. Here we see that our National Guard, again, Democrats are terrified of the American people. Well, they should be, honestly, because They've turned us from a republic to a banana republic. The banana is the key part of the republic, uh, part of the sentence there. Uh, Democrats are terrified of the American people. They overruled the National Guard chief who wanted to pull out of D.C. All right, so, you know, even the National Guard chief is like, all right, let's go. Let's let's pull out. Nope, they got overrided. They got overrided, overridden. What is going on here? So this is an article here that uh, Biden signs an executive order to make uh, transgender surgery free. So <laughs> uh, if you want to, uh, if you're an armed, um, you know, serviceman, you know, men, women, um, Biden signs an executive order to make transgender surgery free for military on the taxpayer's dime. I don't need to read that. Um, this article here, let's see if it's going to load. This here, uh, this article, it talks about how Biden is making flight suits, you know, for um, pregnant women in the military. So it's cool that you're pregnant. We're going to make you your own little, you know, suits <laughs> to, you know, to, to, you know to, to shape around your belly with that uh, beautiful little baby in there. And we're going to put you out into battle. All right, so it says Joe Biden says military will focus on making maternity flight <laughs> flight suits so pregnant women can drop into enemy territory during wartime. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. So this one here is an article that uh, says Biden's defense secretary orders military-wide stand-downs to address white nationalism, rid military of extremists and racists. So we saw what they did to our great servicemen and women where they're essentially doing background checks via social media to see what their political preferences are. And if they're pro-Trump, they get kicked out of their job or they lose their station, things like that. Now they're doing all this, this, this wokeism, right? Now they're, they're, 
pushing this wokeism down our great, you know, men and women's, you know, throats. And there is absolutely, there's really no reason for it when you actually look at the raw data. When you look at the data, you look at the statistics, you'll see racism is not prevalent. You'll see that it's not something that uh, the mainstream media and now the brass at the top are pushing down our great uh, servicemen and women's throats. It's, it's just, it's awful what they're doing. Here we have, um, so people who typically serve on the front lines, all right? So now they've got cooks and mechanics on the front lines over there at the, uh, at the Capitol, all right? So, and of course, they're using unloaded M16 rifles. So they're putting them out there supposedly in harm's way, and they're giving them essentially toy guns, all right? There's no magazines, there's no bullets. And these, uh, these great servicemen and women, <laughs> they're, they're not supposed to be in the front lines. I mean, they're, they're talking about cooks and mechanics here. All right, so you can go to Justin the News and, and read this if you want. Let me uh, then get into, if you remember, Trump, for the past four years, no new wars. I know that he, you know, um, eradicated, you know, ISIS and did things like that of sorts. But it was uh, to fulfill his, his promises that he made to the American people. And Biden's like first day, you know, as, as our puppet president, you know, like he, he starts up all these wars again, right? So you've got just like the good old days, Joe Biden invades Syria with convoy of U.S. troops and choppers on first full day as fake president. All right. Here. Oh, man, I hope this doesn't happen on all these. Biden, PSAC and Harris under fire for past two tweets for past tweets, criticizing Trump's military actions following new Syria airstrikes. So if you look here, you see Biden, his handler, his tweet back in 19, it says, uh, Trump's erratic, impulsive actions are the last thing we need as commander in chief. No president should order a military strike without fully understanding the consequences. We don't need another war in the Middle East, but Trump's actions toward Iran will only make that more likely. Here, um, October of uh, 19 says, this afternoon I'll be discussing Donald Trump's recent actions in Syria and how this erratic, impulsive decisions endanger our troops and make us less safe. All right. Well, anyways, this article, for whatever reason, is completely locked up on me. So the Gateway Pundit is having some server issues, it appears. Well, we know what Biden did, right? So all this crap he's talking against our great POTUS, we know that he did the exact opposite. All right. Here. We have, um, we're going to get into January 6th, but before I do that, let me check the chat because I have been rambling for about 30 minutes and let me just make sure that I'm not uh, ignoring anybody. So in fam on, on Foxhole, if you would just at me so that way I see the little red box there. And I know that, um, I know that you're asking me a question, not just chatting with the family. What is up, Jack Martin? What is going on, brother? Always censored. What is going on? Billy Bangs, what is up? Crypto, J Crypto Minded, what is up, brother? Still have the cross right over here. Love it. Appreciate you. Pied Piper, Yvonne Seven, what is going on? Uh, Mythical, what is going on? Donnie Newman. Yeah, non-coincidence, synchronicities. The radical left has been trying to influence the military to an insane level for decades. You would know. You would know, brother. Uh, Linda DeWitt, what's going on? Stormy 17. Remnant, what is up? All right, and Ziggy the Cat. Let me check over here. So Lee Spacey says, uh, have you seen the new report from the Global Initiative? 
I've seen a few of them. It's all dark. It's all bad. Every single thing that I see, it doesn't look good at all. It doesn't look good at all. It's definitely not the way that, uh, it's definitely not the way that uh, our constitution was designed and what we, the people, um, supposedly voted into office. All right. Let me see if I can find out where I was at here. All right. There. There. Nope. Jeez. Come on, Gateway. All right. So here we go. So the um, exclusive witness a capital called crowd, overwhelmingly peaceful, beautiful crowd. Come on, get out of the way. Move. What is going on with this site? Uh, media still won't acknowledge the big old voter fraud. All right. So uh, it looks like um, if you read through this article here, you'll talk about the media still hasn't acknowledged the massive fraud in the 2020 election. Instead, big media changes the narrative and lies about the Americans protesting peacefully in Washington, D.C. We have all kinds of video proof of patriots telling the cops, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this to happen? Why are you letting these people in? We have, um, I don't know, it's some kind of video footage, like security camera video footage of so-called elected officials just allowing these people in. We have video footage of people within the Capitol handing uh, protesters out front like sticks and things like that to do damage. Uh, then we have video footage of MAGA members uh, pulling those people down and preventing them from doing more damage. All right. It was peaceful. They're making this sound like it was the worst thing since, since 9-11. And uh, we know that the only people that were really injured um, was uh, Babbitt. She was uh, shot and killed. The police officers that they try to say that were um, you know, that died from it. There's all kinds of conflicting reports saying that they died of anything from like a heart attack and a stroke not dying from, you know, being beat to death with a fire extinguisher and like the reports that we were hearing. But the mainstream media doesn't cover that. But the military knows this stuff. Exclusive. Evidence reveals some individuals in the Capitol today weren't Trump supporters. So this isn't the best article for this, but you can go and find other articles where they actually show that the people there were part of Antifa. There was people there that are part of anti-Trump organizations. We have people there that were like the sons of like a Democrat judge, you know, that's dressed up all wonky and weird. And anyways, the people that were in there, a lot of them um, weren't Trump supporters and the people that were doing the damage weren't Trump supporters. And we've, we have plenty of video proof that the media refuses to show. But again, the military knows this. What is clear that there was a number of bad apples at the event today who may um, have been there not to protest, but to place Trump supporters in a bad light. All right. So just the news. So um, Judicial Watch's uh, you know, Tom Fitton is challenging uh, Capitol Police to disclose the info about January 6th Capitol breach. He wants to know what went on. He wants to know what uh, communications were happening with Pelosi and you know, with other uh, you know, members of the military and National Guard and security why why Trump's order wasn't, um, you know, I guess enacted. Trump wanted a bunch of, uh, you know, National Guard there. Didn't happen. So he's trying to get through the Freedom of Information Act um, call logs and things of those natures, of, those, of that nature. Um, I think they have information they don't want to share because it's potentially harmful to whatever narratives we're, being, we're hearing out of the Pelosi Congress. 
Fitton uh, told show host Sophie Mann. Fitton uh, says he hopes to get specific details about who said what about getting security, as well as possible videos of the events, such as the fatal shooting of one of the protesters uh, within the Capitol. Congress thinks it's answerable to no one, Fitton said. And uh, Pelosi is ultimately responsible for this, along with uh, Chuck Schumer, the secrecy and obstruction. All right. Here we got uh, FBI releases video of suspect in planting of pipe bombs on Capitol Hill on eve of riot. So just think about what that says, right? So the FBI is releasing video of a suspect in planting of pipe bombs on Capitol Hill on the eve of the riot, right? So not only do we know that we have non-MAGA doing the damage of sorts, not only do we know that this is the day before, so then that would tell you that this was pre-planned. This wasn't the incitement to violence that the media and Congress and Senate keep trying to say Trump is guilty of, which we know it isn't, because how could he be guilty of inciting something if this happened on the eve, the day before his uh, his speech, right? So I'm not going to go ahead and read all this because I got too much to get through. Uh, but anyways, you can read the article. It's on just the news here. Revolver, another great article. It actually goes through some of the video footage, but it talks about how the FBI, you know, their FBI's ridiculous capital siege pipe bomb video is an all out assault on common sense. So I recommend you read this article. It is lengthy. It has a lot of video footage and things like that. But anyways, just a, more proof that the military knows that this stuff happened before Okay, Trump even took stage, great POTUS, took took the stage. So, and then the stuff that they're trying to say happened, the video has is riddled with inconsistencies. All right. Now we know that um, in Arizona, all right, let me just double check over here, make sure I'm not missing anything. And you're right, uh, Pied Piper, it was absolutely pre-planned. And you're right, uh, non-coincidence, synchronicities, infiltrated by radical leftists, fascists, evildoers, berserk heads. Yep. Let me check uh, D-Live. Sorry, I've been, I haven't been ignoring you. I just forgot to click that screen because all these different chats are in different tabs. And so I have to go back and through them. So anybody, um, any of the fam on D-Live that wants uh, to ask me something directly, just at me. All right. So that way I'm able to see that you're asking me a question. And it looks like we've already got up to a lemon balance of 285.91. So hopefully it'll work and I'll be able to distribute that to the fam at the end. All right. All right. Let's jump back in here. So this here talks about Dr. Shiva. So I really admire Dr. Shiva. I think he's a, a great patriot. I think he's wrong on a few things, but he's super smart and right on so many other things. And um, he talks, he, he basically, he, he has like four degrees from MIT, super smart. Uh, he was a victim of voter fraud, all right? Uh, and he actually figured out the algorithm. He actually figured out how they were doing it. And you don't have to be a Christian to know this, but 0.666, I believe, is the algorithm that affected him, all right? So in other words, instead of one person, one vote, it would be one person for him would get 0.66 vote, right? But then for the Democrat that nobody knew who he was, that never did any kind of campaigning like Shiva did, that didn't have the support, the funding, any of that kind of stuff that Shiva did, the grassroots support, the thousands of volunteers, all that stuff 
miraculously, even though he was the favorite by a mile, loses. He also then tried presenting this evidence to the Trump team. Why they never used it, I don't know. But anyways, Shiva presented this stuff um, at the Arizona hearing that completely obliterates uh, Biden's uh, victory narrative, all right? And so, let's see here. So, uh, Dr. Shiva presented very powerful data that completely obliterated the Biden victory narrative. Dr. Shiva's credentials are impressive. He holds four degrees from MIT. Uh, Dr. Shiva presented his data at the Arizona hearing, showing the only way for Biden to have uh, statistically caught up with President Trump was if Democrat votes came in at 130% for Biden and minus 30% for President Trump. This is impossible, all right? So he breaks it down with using real data that, again, everybody there sees that it's just damning information. The military knows this, all right? And yet it allows to go as is, right? Here we have uh, an article, Gateway Pundit again, says, we caught them, part four. We were able to replicate the same impossible ballot ratio found in Michigan, Kent County, as reported by Dr. Shiva. 20,000 votes switched from President Trump to Biden. A deep dive into the results in one Michigan county shows a similar pattern as was identified by Dr. Shiva in his Michigan analysis. Dr. Shiva's numbers can be replicated. Votes were transferred from President Trump to Joe Biden based on consistent rate of transfer. This is very important that this analysis can be replicated by data analysis. So this is not a conspiracy. This really did happen in the 2020 election. Here we're going to start talking about the uh, Maricopa uh, Board of Super Supervisors, right? These people here have, for whatever reason, have basically gone up gone against court orders saying that they need to release the, the ballots for audit. Um, they have kept patriots from viewing these ballots. I mean, when, when you have a ballot, it's supposedly the most, you know, important obligatory thing us Americans can do to tell the government how we want things to be run. And if we don't have transparency or trust because we're not able to validate the votes, it's, it's very bad. And it appears that these people would rather go to jail than allow this to happen. We've covered this before in other shows. I think even last show, I think we talked about how one of the, uh, the board of supervisors at a barn mysteriously caught fire, right? <laughs> we found evidence of uh, ballots being shredded that were live ballots that were actually hand bubbled in. And now the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors is doing all that it can to prevent the Arizona Senate from auditing the ballots in the county from the 2020 election. This past week, they showed they would withhold the ballots from being audited and move the ballots wherever they wanted to. We reported previously on how the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors were breaking the law, not by handling, not by handing over the 2020 election ballots to the county treasurer as per the law in the state. Come on, come on, here we go. What is going on, Gateway? Get your servers working. I think they need some more money. I must need some more money. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see here. So it says, uh, not only this, but the uh, Board of Supervisors were reluctant to hand over the ballots from the 2020 election at all. This led to court battles and eventually the Senate updating the law, which allows them to perform an audit of election results should they choose. 
So it goes on here further to say that uh, so the uh, the supervisors on Wednesday loaded 2020 election ballots on a truck for delivery to the Arizona Senate. We don't know if this was all the ballots or not. We don't know who ordered the truck and who had the ballots loaded on the truck. We also don't know if the ballots were moved under the legally required chain of custody requirements. The Board of Supervisors loaded the ballots onto a truck, even though the uh, the Senate had not yet asked for the ballots. The newspapers somehow uh, got a hold of the story and made fun of the Senate, claiming it was not ready for the truckload after months of asking for the ballots. The media has consistently declared Biden winning the election, and there is no evidence of fraud. The media, remember this, the media has consistently declared, right? It's the media. Who the hell are they and why the hell do they determine who wins or doesn't? For two months, the Arizona Senate has been demanding that the Maricopa County uh, supervisors turn over the 2.1 million ballots cast in the November election. Now the Senate doesn't know what to do with them. If this is how the Republicans' full forensic audit begins, get ready for a train wreck, Arizona. So why is this important? Well, Maricopa County made up like 80 or 90 percent of the votes, all right? in the 2020 election. If they can prove that it was completely fraudulent, as we suspect it was, that starts a chain reaction, all right? And that's going to start a chain reaction in all those swing states, okay? And it appears they're doing everything they possibly can to either degrade the votes, leave it up to, like, now they're just delivered in a warehouse so they can say whatever they want. Well, somebody manipulated them. They didn't have the right chain of custody. They weren't in a secure, fireproof environment. You know, it could be just like the barn fire, right? We just don't know. We also have proof that the military, again, knows from Peter Navarro. So you can look at his three-part report where he breaks down exactly how this uh, election was rigged and stolen from our great POTUS. And it doesn't even include, like, Shiva's information. So I believe that Trump got well over 100 million votes, like I've said from the beginning. And I truly believe Biden got less than 20 million. Uh, if you know, we've seen and heard different people talking about the 80-20 rule, um, I've said it for a long time that I believe that 80% of the country is conservative of nature, right? And then you got 20% that are made up of socialists and just bat crap crazy people, right? And you would see that reflected in an honest election. Uh, and so the elections that were in small areas, you did see that. <laughs> you know, you saw that where they weren't tampering with them. Uh, but in any of these swing states, just like the book that was written by the Facebook guy, uh, he says exactly how to steal an election. And that's exactly what they did, in my opinion. Come on, Gateway. This isn't good. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more <laughs> Gateway Pundit <clears throat> articles. Come on, fire up. It's not my internet. Anyways, um, if I remember right, this is the one where, there we go, the Supreme Court dismisses President Trump and Attorney Linwood's final election challenge without comment. The U.S. Supreme Court dismissed President Trump's final election challenge on Monday without comment. How do you do that? How do you justify that to the American people? Like, you know what? We're not even going to bother taking these cases. We're just going to throw them out. And we're not even going to tell you why. Can you say corrupt? What a dark day for America. Democrats are now allowed to make any changes to election law whenever they feel necessary without consequence. The Supreme Court also threw out Attorney Lynn Wood's election challenge without comment as well. The Supreme Court turned down every single election case this year without comment. What a tragedy. So it is, it is their job to let us know 
what's legal and what's not in cases like this. It's the Supreme Court. We have nowhere else to turn until you go that other way, right? Uh, which none of us want to have to do. We always want to keep it peaceful. So the Supreme Court is the law of the land, right? They're the ones that are going to tell us, no, wait a minute, guys, this isn't constitutional. You should have done it this way. Redo it, or let's look at the real data and see who really won, and then, you know, basically um, make the proper decision, right? They're supposed to rule on these things. They're not. They're just throwing them all out. I think they threw out the last one already. And we did get an opinion, I believe, uh, from uh, Clarence Thomas and Alito. But again, you know, there's nine. <laughs> we had like two, right? Two or three that had dissenting opinions. But you, you would think that if they swore an oath to the Constitution, they would know right away that all this stuff is unconstitutional. So I believe personally, in my opinion, that they were e they're either corrupt or they were somehow uh, forced to do this, right, you know, through threats or something else. And I think that's also another reason why Trump created that EO granting more protection to judges just in, in situations like that. But again, they just throw them out without any kind of, um, you know, decision whatsoever. They don't even want to hear them. And of course, again, the military knows what really happened. All right. Supreme Court's failure completes the implosion of each of the three branches of government. Attorney Sidney Powell responds to SCOTUS' decision on the fraud cases. So the Supreme Court refused to secure the integrity of the U.S. elections. Later on Monday night, Attorney Sidney Powell released a statement on the refusal of the court to hear the election fraud cases. My comment for the press on SCOTUS rulings today and the Supreme Court's failure to date to address the massive election shenanigans, fraud, let's just call it what it is, and multiple constitutional violations that wrought a coup of the presidency of the greatest country in world history completes the implosion of each of our three branches of government into the rubble of a sinkhole of corruption. It is an absolute tragedy for the rule of law, the future of what was a republic, and all freedom-loving people around the world. Amen. Next. So they throw out, the Supreme Court throws out all of the Trump lawsuits, Sidney Powell's, Lynn Woods, but yet they agree to hear the Arizona case that uh, could put new limits on voting rights lawsuits, but refuse Trump campaign election cases. This is from March 1st of this year. It says last Monday, the United States Supreme Court refused to review the Pennsylvania 2020 election cases. The court made the announcement on Monday morning. Justices Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas dissented from the denial. So we had three Supreme Court justices that essentially said, this is BS, we should be allowed to do our jobs, but we didn't, right? What about the other six? What about, uh, you know, our golden child, Amy Coney Barrett? What a disappointment she is, right? It's not clear why Supreme Court would take up this case and refuse the other cases brought to the court by the Trump campaign, all right? Here we've got uh, China. All right. So the military knows everything that I just told you. All right. The people at the top, they know exactly what's going on. They know exactly what happened. Yet, for whatever reason, they're not doing anything about it except embracing this corrupt leadership. All right. Let's uh, take a real quick look here at the chat. Uh, Donnie Newman says Biden doesn't have any power. Well, I would argue with you that he may not have power, but his handlers do. And they're doing all kinds of stuff. Have you looked at the price of gas re recently? That'll tell you everything you need to know. If you don't think that he has power, 
you would see the 1.9, almost $2 trillion that they're paying their buddies. 9% of it, you know, basically goes to the people. 91% of it, you know, for other issues that aren't Rona related. So it's a, it's a very sad, very sad day. Um, so thinking he doesn't have power, to me, I just look at facts. I look at data. I analyze things and, and, and wish you were, you were right. But just looking at gas prices tells me you're not. And I'm sorry. Still love you, though. <laughs> Still love you, Donnie. All right. Uh, let's see here. Looks like uh, just take a quick look at the chat. Like I said, fam, if you want uh, to get my attention through all of the chatter, just uh, at me, okay? And we'll wait for Foxhole to refresh here really quick for me. I don't want to neglect the fam over there. But for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know, when, when I go back to Foxhold or when I go back to uh, Pilled, it uh, does this, gives me this resolving host thing at the uh, the bottom. Even Pilled.net does the same thing. So it's got to be a, a server issue. But I haven't forgot about you. I will, um, actually what I'll try to do uh, is I'll try to open it up on my phone too. All right. Looks like I found it here. Okay, cool. So we got some ads here. So Lee Spacey, the newest global initiative report is about illicit economy and it targets cryptocurrency. They will come after you. Yeah, I didn't see the, um, I know that regulation is definitely coming um, for cryptocurrency. I've talked about it for, for years. So um, Lee also says that uh, what's your email? I'll send you the report. I think he says it's just uh, cryptobeetles at gmail.com. All right. So cryptobeetles at gmail.com. All right. Let me jump over here. I don't see the ats on pilled, but just know that pilled.net is going to get a revamp that is going to be incredible. All right. It's coming. It's coming soon. I think the fam is going to be pleasantly surprised with what the mats and methods have been working on. All right. Let's take a look. Uh, so Blonde Blue 80Q says, uh, did Vegas pay out? I don't believe they did. And I have a, a bet. Um, some guy named Philip hit me up on LinkedIn back in October or November. And um, he bet me 10,000 bucks that uh, Biden would be president. And I knew that that was impossible if we had fair and free elections. So at this rate, it looks like I'm going to lose the 10 grand. But I tell you what, that's nothing compared to what uh, the American people and the world are, are losing because of the uh, lack of action from our great military. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into China news. All right. So we know that Trump, our great POTUS, was um, trying to sever ties with China. Right. They had had like the worst worst economy in, in decades uh, due to our great uh, president's uh, policies. He was uh, making America great again, and he was pushing China away, and they were giving us boatloads of money to try to appease us and, you know, take care of our farmers and things like that, tariffs, all that kind of stuff. Well, we can see under uh, sniff, your, sniff Your Butt Biden, um, this comes from March 12th, all right? So 650 warships and counting. Here's how large China's Navy is. Now, I forget exactly what article I read, which interview I saw. This, came, this was probably a month ago. They stated that 
the Chinese military is essentially creating, or the Chinese government is essentially creating a French naval, you know, like a, basically a naval warship, you know, I, I guess an entire fleet. So whatever the French Navy has, China is doing that every single year is what that guy said in his, um, that's what the military guy said in his, uh, in his interview. So they're basically replicating a French naval force every year. That's how much stuff they're doing. All right. So um, I've got a few points in this that we'll just touch on. It says key point. It looks like America needs to build more ships and get its allies to step up in their games. Otherwise, Beijing may well dominate the Western Pacific. The Chinese fleet is much bigger than most people think, and that should compel the United States to reconsider its Pacific maritime strategy. One expert argued the People's Liberation Army Navy possesses between 313 and 342 warships, the U.S. Office of Naval Intelligence estimated. By comparison, in the mid-2018, the U.S. Navy possessed 285 warships. But the plan accounts for only a fraction of China's maritime power, according to Andrew Erickson, a professor at the U.S. Naval War College. China's armed forces comprised three major organizations, each with a maritime subcomponent that is already the world's largest such sea force by number of ships, Erickson wrote. All right, says the Coast Guard and militia have grown alongside the plan, Erickson revealed. China's second sea force, the Coast Guard, is the world's largest, with more holes than those uh, than those of all its regional neighbors combined. 225 ships, over 500 tons capable of operating offshore, and another 1,050 plus confined to closer waters for a total of 1,275 ships. Now, here in the U.S., the U.S. Coast Guard operates around 240 cutters, uh, greater than 65 feet in length. The MSC operates 120 logistics, cargo, and support ships, and them to the Navy's um, 285 warships, and you get a combined U.S. fleet numbering 645 ships with military capability. All right, so you can see that already, you know, they've been stealing our tech and stealing God only knows what, embedding their people in the highest levels of office. You know, you got Biden talking with Xi like their buddies and telling him what they want him to do from reports we've read and seen. Now we know that our naval fleet is going to be, is already lesser than the Chinese fleet, at least in hulls or amounts of boats and ships, right? We know that they have more than we do, and they're just going to keep creating more than we do. Here we also have several reports that uh, Xi has said, prepare for war. All right. So China's president gears up military issues order to prepare for war. Going through all this stuff because the military knows all this stuff, yet they're still sitting on their hands. And why the hell are they doing that? The Central Military Commission, headed by President Xi, has expanded its powers over the army to mobilize military and civilian resources in defense of the national interest, both at home and abroad. So uh, President Xi uh, has issued an order directing the military to begin preparing for war in his first statement to the Chinese armed forces in 2021. All right, so you can read this entire article if you want in LifeSite. Here you've got um, more proof that China is in bed with, well, it's in, embed itself. I wouldn't say embed, I would say embed itself within all different layers of corporations as well as governments across the globe. I'm sure you remember the, the report that came out 
it was from like Australian news or something like that. Uh, it'll state it here. You remember when they were showing the proof that we have all these Chinese spies that are part of the CCP, they're embedded in all these corporations and government agencies. But where did that story ever go? Why don't the American people hear about this? Why don't you hear about Swallows Well, right? You know, with uh, with Fang Fang, right? Bang, bang, Fang Fang, right? You don't hear about that stuff. Uh, was it Feinstein's driver? So many other different instances of it. But anyways, it says, shocking report. List leaked of thousands of Chinese communist spies placed in governments around the world. According to a shocking report by Australia's Sky News, a list has been leaked of more than 8,000 members of the Chinese Communist Party that have been placed all around the world. It is believed to be the first leak of its kind in the world. The Sky News host Sherry Markson said on Sunday, what's amazing about this database is not that it just exposes people who are members of this, the Communist Party and who are now living and working all over the world from Australia to the U.S. to the U.K., Markson added. But it's amazing because it lifts the lid on how the party operates under President and Chairman Xi, she said. The list reportedly gives the names and assignments of operatives placed in thousands of corporations and government positions, report says. So if you remember this document that came out, not only did it have the names, but it also had their phone numbers. It had, you know, their in some cases, like their addresses, all that stuff. The numbers were called the people that were shown in this hack document, the name, when they would call the people that would answer, they were able to verify that that was who they were calling. So it lends a lot of credibility to this report that, of course, the mainstream media does not cover. All right. So we've got, um, let me just check the chat really quick. Um, so WTFU TV, I think building ships is useless dues. So direct energy weapons from satellites could take them all out and sink many at the same time. Just my opinion. You're right. You're right. But they still need a presence up there and satellites can still be taken down. So there's nothing like a, a force on the ground or a force on the water if you're able to neutralize the dues. All right. So it's just one more thing. All right, so let's see here. What else we got? Uh, Donnie says only one third of the military is cowards. Look, I don't. I believe that uh, our great men and women are, are incredible, but I think it's. I, I don't know that it's a third. I just think it's the top brass at the top. You know, we saw the eight that. You know, simply, to me, it looks like they're committing treason. All right, so the Joint Chiefs of Staff, all eight of them, it's uh, disgusting. Jack Martin says, I'll never vote again until the system is corrected. I feel you, brother. I feel you. We know that we have selections, not elections. It's uh, disgusting. But we have to we have to make sure that we have fair and free elections. Uh, we absolutely have to. That's why there's Operation Sunlight and so many other different things that we have at our disposal. Or the great men and women of our armed forces could step up. We'll get to that. I've only got uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 other things to point to. All right. And then I have a really weird video uh, for you at the end that uh, hopefully the fam can tell me what's going on. It's not as sinister as it looks, but I definitely think we all need to watch this. And I know that there's people that say this has been going on for decades, but if it's been going on for decades, I think we really need to know what the hell's going into our foods. So I'm going to show that because it, it looks like it comes from China or from Asia. All right. So just another, another thing that everybody should be aware of. All right. So um, 
This here says a second retired general calls on Trump to crush coup plotters. This is more dangerous than the Civil War. The next 7 to 14 days bring grave dangers in which America will either succumb to Chinese-influenced communist takeover or defend its constitutional republic. This is a little bit of a dated article, but it's just telling you what's going to happen if the fraud is allowed to stand, which so far it appears that it has. All right, look at the gas prices. Um, A second retired general has come out and said publicly that President Trump is all that stands between the American people and the onset of a Chinese-style communism and that Trump must invoke the Insurrection Act of 1807, declare martial law, and arrest the perpetrators of a coup in progress. This is treason, says Major General Paul Valley. Remember this guy? Um, I want to say it was about a year ago. He actually outed 17. All right? He outed 17. He told us who he's... Well, I don't know that it's true, but he told us who 17 was. He said it was the uh, Virginia Army made up of 800 uh, people that are uh, basically super high intelligence level that are trying to combat the deep state of sorts. All right, so you can f- possibly find that interview, and maybe that's why he's now retired. But anyways, I believe he called it the Army of Virginia, or the Virginia Army made up of 800, basically, you know, um, uh, people that are really high tech and really got their their fingers on the pulse of what's what's going on. He said that's who 17 was. Uh, so anyways, here he is again. And and a lot of this stuff, love these guys or hate these guys, had this stuff happened, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. So it kind of makes me think this guy might be telling the truth because we see where we're at. We see what he previously said. And so far it's playing out just like he said. So love this guy or hate this guy, you know, it had Trump done what uh, what was what we were told that needed to happen if it did happen. And like I've said from the beginning, all these different ways that this could have stopped just by using the constitution or 13848, 13818, Directive 51, Insurrection Act, Martial Law, so many different things that he had at his disposal for whatever reason he didn't freaking do it. But anyways, I digress. So Major General Paul Valley um, told Brandon Howes um, of World View Weekend TV in a December 12th interview, we have the enemy who, with China, has created an America that I don't understand. He also addressed China's infiltration of American business, higher education, political and cultural institutions. So I believe this guy more than I would others because everything that he's saying here, I can actually physically prove. I can show you that China's infiltrated American business. I can show you that they've they've influenced our our colleges. They've influenced you know some of our other schools. I can show you that they've they've infiltrated our political leadership, whether it swallows well and all these kinds of people, Feinstein, so many others. Look at cocaine, Mitch, right? Uh, and cultural institutions, arts, media, freaking movies, all of it. All right. They, China, have taken Hong Kong and Taiwan as their next target. You keep hearing about Taiwan. Uh, Valley says that's why we have to keep President Trump. Uh, he understands this. Trump signed Executive Order 13848 on September 12th of 2018 that allows him to take action if a foreign power is determined to have interfered in the U.S. election process, which we have proof of. Under this order, the director of the National Intelligence, uh, John Ratcliffe, has 45 days from the date of the election to submit a report determining that the election has been compromised by a foreign entity. That deadline is coming up on Friday, December 18th. So as you can see, this is a little dated, all right? but it still rings true. Okay. Uh, we're not trying, um, we're not going to look, uh, to those governors and mayors. 
the Supreme Court was given a simple task. But if they think they are just looking at a fraudulent voting, they don't get it. This is treason. Martial law and the Insurrection Act and suspending habeas corpus allows you to begin arresting people right away. The penalty for treason is death, and all those people arrested are going to start singing. Mr. President, you have no choice. You must defend the nation against enemies foreign and domestic, period. Valley agreed that at this point, the civilian courts seem unable to tackle something this big. If the Supreme Court of the United States bends to political considerations, then the president needs to take it on with the military. Bowie said, I stand firmly behind the president. So you can read this article in its entirety. It's dated, but it's true. All right. I believe it, in my opinion, to be true. Because had the things that he spoke about there that I'd spoke about in October and July and everywhere else, had that stuff happened, uh, we wouldn't be where we're at. All right. Now, when you start talking about China, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's we don't really have to worry about them. I disagree. Um, when you go back to the number one general of all time and the most widely regarded military book of all time, it's Sun Tzu, Art of War. All right. These people are very patient and they're methodical. All right. And if it takes them a century or takes them decades to do something, they've been shown throughout history, even after they they fail, they'll later prevail. So we definitely know with the the growing tensions that we see in the Southern Seas, the growing tensions that we see, or South China Seas, the growing tensions that we see with um, them um, making their military so much larger are going to be issues. Them in, embedded in all layers of our society and industry. And these are issues. They they are strategically placed themselves, stealing our our technology. Uh, we'd be hit with our own we'd be hit with our own um, devices that they just stole and replicated. They have the ability to do, um, you know, weaponized weather. All right. They've created, um, you know, things in our electronic or our energy grid that were made in China. We know that they were supposed to by 2025, be able to blanket all of China in snow. Well, we know that, you know, Biden opened up the gates to them in our infrastructure right away. And then we saw what happened in Texas, whether you want to go down that conspiracy route or whatnot. I'm just saying they're embedded everywhere, whether it's our infrastructure to our media, government, all that kind of stuff. All right. And so they have a they have a warlike history of being very strategic. And the number one military strategic book out there is Sun Tzu, The Art of War. I've read it several times. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's very impressive and one of the oldest books in existence. So they have a heritage and history of of war. Sun Tzu just read, um, so Sun Tzu just read The Art of War. That doesn't make sense. And you'll see why uh, Sun Tzu is um, our number one. In fact, countless of the greatest ancient generals of China following uh, followed the teachings of Sun Tzu. But just like uh, Wu Qi, uh, he was uh, so much more than just his teaching. Sun Tzu had an impressive personal military record. On becoming a general of the state of Wu, he won many battles against enemies with far greater numbers. One of such was the Battle of Bohu, where his 30,000-strong force defeated a force of 200 and 300,000. Immediately after the war, the enemy state's capital was captured and destroyed, uh, completely crushing the enemy. One of the lessons of the art of war. All right. So now we've got uh, war game simulations, right? Where they're talking about uh, what would happen to America and China if they went to war. Well, this war game strategist here says war game simulation shows U.S. would lose fast if China invaded Taiwan, U.S. general. 
The Chinese invasion of Taiwan would be devastating to the U.S. military as a result of Beijing's aggressive military development in recent years, according to a U.S. Air Force general. The outcome was based on a classified Pentagon war game simulation carried out over the years. Air Force Lieutenant General um, S. Clinton Hinoti said in a recent interview with Yahoo News that um, he said that the U.S. forces were losing more quickly in recent simulations after taking into consideration the Chinese regime's new military capabilities. The definitive answer, if the U.S. military doesn't change course, is that we're going to lose fast. In that case, an American president would likely be presented with almost a fait accompli. Um, around September 2020, uh, the U.S. Air Force gamed out a conflict set more than a decade in the future, which started with the Chinese biological weapon attack on U.S. ships and bases in the Indo-Pacific region, according to the outlet. Using military drills as a cover, Beijing then deploys an invasion force to attack Taiwan while targeting U.S. bases and ships in the region with missile strikes, the outlet said. Since uh, Biden took office January 20th, the Chinese Communist Party has escalated its warmongering toward Taiwan, a democratic self-ruled island that Beijing claims is part of its territory. In late uh, January, a Chinese military official threatened war against the island. Inodi told uh, Yahoo News that certain adjustments are needed to tilt a possible war with China in favor of the United States. They include moving away from relying on large military bases, ports, and aircraft carriers while fighting the Chinese military, as well as deploying dispersed and mobile forces with large numbers of long-range mobile strike systems, anti-ship cruise missile batteries, mobile rocket artillery systems, and unmanned mini-submarines, submarines, according to Hinoti. Uh, what's more, the adjustments call for a greater use of surveillance and reconnaissance sources to allow U.S. policymakers to make quicker decisions. Just what we need, right? Uh, if we can design a force that creates the level of uncertainty and causes Chinese leaders to question whether they can accomplish their goals militarily, I think that's what deterrence looks like in the future, Hinoti says. All right, so again, why does all this matter? Because the military knows this stuff. All right, the military knows this stuff. They know what's happening to the U.S. They know what happened to our election. They know the force that, that's bubbling. They know what's bubbling up, what's, what could happen, what will happen. And um, again, sitting on their hands. So Gordon Chang warns China configuring its military to kill Americans. All right. So that's why Chang urged Trump uh, to decouple the U.S. economy from China. And I know some of these articles are dated. This goes back to September 7th of last year, but you're seeing this stuff play out, all right? Just like the Bible. You can read it, you know, thousands of years ago. You can read it today. It's still the same. You can see what's happening here. You don't have to be a historian just to read the writing on the walls. You can see what's coming. The United States shouldn't be enriching a hostile regime that is configuring its military to kill Americans, China analyst Gordon Chang said Monday. China is configuring its military to kill Americans, Chang told Bill Hemmer reports. We shouldn't be enriching a hostile regime <clears throat> with our trade and with our investment. I believe the decoupling is what we absolutely have to do, especially this year. Chang's comments follow a recent Pentagon report suggesting that China is planning to decouple or planning to double its stockpile of nuclear warheads in this decade, including those designed for ballistic missiles that can reach the U.S. The report adds a time clock to Trump's decision, Chang said. President Xi has been uh, talking increasingly about this notion that China has a mandate of heaven to rule the world, Chang explained. They believe that they not only have the right to do it, but they have an obligation to do it. I think China believes it needs to move fast, and that means we're going to see problems not in the 2030s. We're going to see problems now.
I agree. All right, you need to watch the news to see that. Come on, Gateway Pundit. Here we go. So this article here, take a quick sip. Take a quick look at the chat. Make sure that you at me. All right. Make sure that you at me so that way I know that you're reaching out to me. Let me open up another foxhole app on this screen. So come on. Let's go. One second here. Check the chat. Over here on foxhole. Make sure you at me. Uh, Let's see here. So I don't see any ads, just a lot of chatter. Love you all. God bless you all. All right. Let's get back at it. If the old Gateway Pundit. Anyways, for whatever reason, Gateway Pundit is not wanting to cooperate tonight. This is an article that talks about um, scientists. I think it's Dr. Li Ming Yan. If I remember right, uh, it provides proof that the Rona, all right, that the Rona actually came from China. It came from the CCP itself. So let's see if this is going to load up. This is uh, Dr. Lawrence Sullen, the unequivocal evidence Chinese scientist Dr. Li Ming Yan provides proof the Rona was created by China's military throne. I would read you some of the article, but it's just not loading properly. So let's go to the next one here. And the reason why that's important is because Rona has shut down the world. And she's saying she's got proof that it all came from Chinese military. So start putting this on. Hopefully you're following along, fam, and and you're starting to put together what I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to put out all the breadcrumbs. You can see where we're headed, right? All right. I know some of this stuff is dated, but um, all right. So come on. Let's load up here. These are important. These are important. Come on. So if if you're familiar with uh, what is going on with uh, Myanmar, all right? So Biden's White House, this comes from February, is outraged after Burmese military arrests the country's leader over alleged November voter fraud. Not in the United States. But over there in Myanmar, also previously known as, as Burma, all right? So they're outraged. The White House is outraged, okay, because of the uh, the military arrests, because of the alleged voter fraud. On Sunday, the leaders of Myanmar were arrested by the nation's military for allegedly committing massive voter fraud, YouTube, during the November 2020 elections. Myanmar State Councilor, Aung San Suu Kyi and President Win Mint uh, were both arrested in the morning raids on Monday by the nation's armed forces after widespread allegations that they had committed election fraud. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, the Joe Biden White House was outraged that the military would take over based on voter fraud allegations from November, especially, remember this one, especially after the media, after the media said there was no fraud. Of course, you know, because that's that's our new Supreme Court, right? It's the freaking media. So the media says it didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen. Then we got, uh, this is from, why don't I see a date here? Oh, here we go. February 10th. All right, so Biden announces sanctions. So now they're doing sanctions against Myanmar military leaders following the coup. Look at that freaking retard. All right, so uh, watch it. keep your dog safe, all right? He's going to go try and you know, snip his butt at least. Uh, President, not 
So let's just say, uh, sniff your butt Biden, on Wednesday ordered sanctions against the military regime in Myanmar, uh, which earlier this month executed a coup against the nation's leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, and uh, senior political figures. Uh, Biden said that he's issuing an executive order that will stop Myanmar's generals from accessing close to $1 billion of assets held in the United States. The military must relinquish power it seized and demonstrate respect for the will of the people of Burma, said Biden, also saying that further sanctions are to come. The people of Burma are making their voices heard, and the world is watching. We'll be ready to impose additional measures, and we'll continue to work with our international partners to urge the nations to join us in these efforts, Biden said. All right, so why does this matter? Why do they care? Why do they care? Well, because it exposes a whole crap ton of fraud, in my opinion, and it shows that the military has the power to do something about it if they choose. Whether that's the right military, the right police force to do it, I don't know. But, you know, at least uh, they demonstrate that they have the power to um, stand up to corruption. All right. So the U.S. uh, expresses alarm after military coup reported in Myanmar. The Biden administration expresses alarm Sunday night after a military coup was reported in Myanmar. And the country's leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, Kai, was, was detained under house arrest. Myanmar's military announced on television early Monday, uh, Myanmar time, that it, w- that it has taken control of the country for one year. The country was formerly known as Burma. Western countries, including the United States, expressed dismay at the development. The United States is alarmed by reports that the Burmese military has taken steps to undermine the country's democratic transition, including the arrest of State Counselor uh, Key and other civilian officials in Burma. White House spokesperson Jen Pisak said that uh, Joe Sniffier, but Biden has been briefed on the situation. PSAC said that Biden administration opposes any attempt to alter the outcome of recent elections or impede Myanmar's democratic transition and will take action against those responsible if these steps are not reversed. Why are we meddling in other people's elections? Why are we meddling in other people's affairs? And why isn't our military doing at least what they did? Our military is the greatest on the planet um, so far. But... um, I'm telling you, they know what's going on here, and they're not doing anything. Here you get today, I believe it came out, says Pelosi says she's open to overturning Republican win in Iowa district. So she's going back now and saying, hey, look, the November 3rd election in Iowa, let's just give it to the Democrats. It's so close. Says the margin of separating the two candidates was only six votes. Remember, these there's claims out there that all these voting machines and things along those natures start off with 35,000 votes allocated to Democrats, whether you're dog catcher or president. And in addition to that, then they have weighted scale that Dr. Shiva talks about. So anyways, it says the margin of separating the two candidates was only six votes out of almost 400,000 cast, less than one-sixth of 1%. That's six votes, not 6,000, not 600, not 60 or 16 just six fewer votes than we have members of this committee. Uh, committee uh, Representative Zoe Lofgren, all right, the head of the committee, told the panel's members, she added, it should not be surprising that any candidate in these circumstances with a margin this close would seek to exercise their rights under the law to contest the results. So what the hell happened with Trump? When we have like the Peter Navarro reports, we have Dr. Shiva, we have all these witnesses, we have like 125,000 separate accounts from people that witnessed um, shenanigans just in Nevada alone. 
All right. I think their GOP took it to the Secretary of State today, I think, or yesterday. That's like 125,000 counts right there. You're telling me that they don't have the right to, you know, have the Supreme Court, Supreme Court look at this stuff, the state uh, Supreme Courts, the Secretary of State, the governors, any of this stuff? Why wouldn't they do it? Well, I guess it goes back to me, in my opinion, that 90% are freaking corrupt. Now, what does that mean? We're going to need the military to step in or we're going to need us, Operation Sunlight, we need God and us to speak up. All right, so um, another huge win for America. This is um, during the era of Trump, all right? So you can start seeing now we went through some of the darkness. We'll go through some of the light, all right? Some of the things that um, I would say that uh, he hasn't got the, the credit for that he should. So another huge win for America, China plans $1 trillion buying spree of U.S. goods to reconfigure trade imbalances. You remember that Trump, our great POTUS, put uh, the tariffs in place and he uh, created, uh, you know, different uh, EOs and things like that um, to help America against China and try to put things more at a level playing field. So it says, this is incredible news. It says the uh, liberal media completely buried the story today. The proposed plan could affect millions of working Americans. All right. So that was a, a win for America against China that the uh, media didn't like to cover. Then if you remember, the our great troops, men and women, sleeping on the floors of those cold parking garages, sharing one bathroom, it... Um, <laughs> uh, blonde blue Eddie Q says, uh, do not pull your dog's tail or sniff its butt because you'll get bit. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. <laughs> so if you remember, you know, our great troops were, were forced to sleep on parking garage floors, fed raw meat, metal shavings in it, uh, forced to share one bathroom and one power outlet for like 5,000, um, troops. Then you see, what Trump does, our great POTUS. It says, uh, President Trump gives permission for U.S. troops to stay at Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. That is not a cheap hotel room. I'm just telling you right freaking now. If you remember, you saw our great members of the uh, military as well as police. Uh, they were all in the lobby of of, uh, hotel, of Trump's hotel there. Uh, gave them rooms, all kinds of things like that. You see what Trump does. You see what the deep state does. All right. Well, I, so this just baffles me that the military is standing down when they see how they've been treated by Trump and they see how they're being treated by the deep state. You would just think that they'd be like, okay, this isn't going to end well. Uh, what was my oath again? Yeah, let's do that. Anyways, it says uh, one day after Biden's inauguration, 5,000 soldiers were moved to a cold parking garage. There's one power outlet and one bathroom for 5,000 soldiers. More than 20,000 troops protected Biden's sham inauguration on Wednesday. Virtually no one showed up to see senile Joe slur his way through his swearing-in ceremony. The military felt completely abandoned by the D.C. elites. One more time. The military felt completely abandoned by the D.C. elites. Remember that. This is going to get worse for them. All right, so... Um, now we we hear all the time that um, they had that uh, ridiculous ad going around talking about Trump, you know, bashing our our great uh, military, the um, our, our our patriots and heroes that that died on the battlefield. They made up some crazy anonymous source. I think it was on the Atlantic or something along one of those trashy uh, news publications, saying Trump was bashing um, our military, which we know is completely untrue. 
So uh, this speaks to that. All right. It says anonymous sources aside. Remember that because it's always anonymous sources. We always have quoted people saying things you can point to. It's never anonymous. It's always like, well, this is what general said here. This is what the chairman said there. This is what the insider, what's his name said there. We're always pointing to real people, real statements. Then it's up to us to decide whether they're true or not. What we get all the time from the mainstream media is anonymous sources. So anonymous sources aside, Trump's record on the military is solid. Actions speak louder than anonymous sources. Remember that. Actions speak louder than anonymous sources. That they do indeed. That's why if you read his his books, you know, Great Again, he talks about how the, the press, you know, bashes him and makes up lies about him. And then he says to the reader, look at who the person is that is saying these things. What is their track record? Are they honest? Are they trustworthy? <clears throat> Must be the Rona. And then look at the person that they're bashing. What has their track record been? Who are you more likely to believe, especially when it comes to things that are anonymous? So pictures and quotes can be fabricated or taken out of context, like we see all the time. What's much harder to spin are actual policies. And if you look at President Trump's record on the military, there's only one conclusion. He holds the military in the highest regard. As a veteran of the Navy who has served on the House Armed Services Committee since 2017, I have been proud to help Trump rebuild our military under President Obama. Barack Hussein Obama and Vice President Joe Sniff Your Butt Biden. Uh, watch. The military was left depleted. He had planes falling out of the sky, ships breaking down at sea, and more service members dying during training than in combat operations. Trump's first priority when he came to Washington was to undo their damage. And to that end, he, he has invested more money in our military, given the troops pay raises, and taken care of military families. Obama and Biden used budget uh, sequestration to accomplish one of the political goals, shrinking the military. Together, they decreased our defense budget by $187 billion over eight years and laid off 40,000 members of the Army. Four years and three defense budgets later, the military is feeling the effects of the $2.2 trillion that Trump has invested in it. We purchased the finest planes, missiles, rockets, ships, and other military equipment the United States has to offer. Other countries have noticed the, our buildup. Since Trump adopted Reagan's peace through strength strategy, we are engaged in less deadly and less costly foreign incursions, fulfilling the president's campaign promise to end endless wars. Our troops don't just have new equipment. They bring home bigger paychecks, too. Just last year, the troops received their biggest pay raise in almost a decade with another similar sized pay raise planned for next fiscal year. That's not all the president's done to help improve wages for our military families. I was glad to see him sign executive orders written to make it easy for military spouses to get jobs. Military families have to go where their country needs them. And consequently, military spouses end up being underemployed and worried about finances. Trump's executive orders alleviate some of the pressure on these families. Not only are soldiers, sail sailors, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen happy so are the members of the world's first ever space force who are having their dreams come true. <clears throat> Rona. That's just what the president accomplished for our active duty military. I could write another piece about what he's done to prioritize care for our veterans. That is why people in the U.S. don't buy the latest anonymously sourced article from the Atlantic. Yeah, I should call it the Titanic. It sank producing outlandish quotes attributed to nameless, faceless identities close to the president is a tired trick. 
The president's successful policies are the real story, and it's a story that deserves to be on the front page. I would agree, all right? I would agree. And I know that our great men and women in the military know that as well. So again, why are they not stepping up for the guy that stepped up for them, keeping their families safe, protected, and prosperous, all right? So this here comes from RT. I judge a man by his actions. The VA secretary says Trump's pro-troop policies belie media narrative that he disparaged veterans. All right. We've heard Trump numerous times talk about his approval rating with the VA. Prior to Trump, it was atrocious, right? The, the level of care they were getting. What do you think is going to happen under a Biden regime? U.S. Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie dismissed media reports that Donald Trump disparaged the nation's war dead as losers, saying the president honors those who fought for the country by taking real steps to hold them. I judge a man by his actions, and the actions have been beneficial to veterans all across this country in ways we have not seen since the end of World War II, Wilkie said on a Sunday CNN interview. Wilkie said that Trump has led a renaissance at the VA ending decades of negligence and providing prompt and proper medical care to the nation's veterans. He said veterans now give the VA 90% approval rating for its services, up from 37% under the Obama, that'd be Biden administration, from 37% to over 90%. So for our veterans and for, you know, for the medical care they're going to need in the future, it's going to be horrible under Biden, just letting you know right now. And I'm sure that you know this. Skeeter Burke says, um, you keep trying to make up a new word. <laughs> Committee? <laughs> okay, I do that. They call them beetleisms. All right. So I'm always making up new words. They're beetleisms. All right, let's uh, jump over here. It says, uh, Biden inauguration video gets only 320,000 views on official White House YouTube channel. Comments turned off, but Biden got 81 million votes. All right. One thing that I forgot to mention about Myanmar, the military um, YouTube channel. All right. So they had a YouTube channel, Myanmar, um, their uh, military generals or whatever. Guess what happened to their YouTube channel? Gone. Gone. So what does that tell you? More of what we already know. Big tech is in bed with deep state. All right. So whether you love or like Myanmar and their military, you know, taking over the government, you know why they did it because of fraud, uh, whether they're the right military and right police force to do that. I don't know. But again, we know that it can be done. And YouTube took down their channel because they don't want their voice getting out to the people explaining why they're doing what they're doing. Why would they do that? Well, obvious to me, they're in bed with the deep state. So anyways, this is just more proof that uh, the entire election is a sham, as our military knows. And I'll just keep reinforcing it. All right. So Biden's inauguration video only gets 320,000 views on the White House um, YouTube channel. What is going on here? Stop. Hello. There we go. So uh, Biden's inauguration video was so unpopular that it is now unlisted on the White House YouTube channel. So it's so unpopular they have to unlist it. I thought he was the most, he got the most votes of any president in the history of our country. How could it be unpopular? The video only got 322,000 views and more than 14,000 downvotes to 3,600 upvotes. That's how unpopular Biden is. Now, mind you, they took that down. Imagine what it would be today, all right? The comments are also turned off to prevent people from trolling senile Biden. 
but we're expected to believe that Biden got the most votes in U.S. history. We know it's BS. We can't just keep sitting on our hands, fam. Joe Biden mumbles through the Rona talk. Only 1,049 people watched the speech live. We have more fam than that right now watching this retarded guy talk. All right. So Joe Biden mumbles through uh, COVID talk. Only 1,049 people watch uh, the speech live. Only 1.4 thousand retweets. But Joe had 81 million votes. What a crock. Exactly. This is such a complete joke that these people are feeding the American people. Biden can't fill a gymnasium. He has less charisma than a turnip. He has to read every single word from his teleprompter or sounding like a bumbling idiot. But yet he got 81 million votes. I shared this article with you on, uh, I think it was Wednesday, maybe it was Monday. I can't remember. All these weeks, they're a border. So now let's start getting into some of the things that I've spoke about for, for quite a while. And we said, well, what, what, what can he do? What can we do? What can the military do? How can they possibly uh, do anything now that it's said and done? Well, just because um, this is something that I've said, you know, long before I heard that uh, Joe Saban or whatever his, the hell his name is, um, it's like robbing a bank. I said this in the beginning, you know, I said this very early. I'm like, what we're watching happen, happen is like watching a criminal rob a bank and it's being done in broad daylight. They're caught red-handed with the money in their hands. Money is leaking out of the bags and they're telling us all, I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't rob the bank. I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. And then they just get in their car and drive away. And we're supposed to let that stand. Okay. We're not, we're not, I've said this way before that saving guy did. We're not supposed to let this stand. You, you can't let this uh, continue. You have to catch the bad guys. You have to bring them justice. It's really simple. So God us, we have to hold them accountable or our great men and women in the military need to do their damn job. It's really that simple. They took an oath, stand up. So there's, all kinds of presidents that they could, um, you know, point to to justify the actions needed to be taken to rectify the situation, give us our votes back, and give us back our republic. You can see what um, our great POTUS did here with Executive Order thirteen eight forty nine, where he talks about taking different sanctions against countries like China. All right, so he could sanction the crap out of them through this order, but that's not the most important one. Solid one, gives them great power. But there's this one here. All right. So, and we spoke about this many times, but again, just for a refresher, Executive Order 13848, imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. So, read that part again. Imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in the United States election. It talks about here that he's got uh, within 45 days after the conclusion of the United States election, the director of national intelligence in consultation with the heads of any other appropriate executive departments and agencies shall conduct an assessment of any information indicating that a foreign government or any person acting as an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government has acted with the intent or purpose of interfering in that election. The assessment shall identify to the maximum extent ascertainable the nature of any foreign interference in any methods employed to execute it. The persons involved and the foreign government or governments that authorized, directed, sponsored, or supported it. The Director of National Intelligence shall deliver this assessment and appropriate supporting information to the President, the Secretary of State, and the Secretary of Treasury, and the Secretary of Defense, and the Attorney General, and the Secretary of Homeland Security. You can read all this stuff. You talk about the different actions you can take within 45 days. If there's foreign interference, if there's alter, you know, alteration or falsification of uh, information or data, this was back in September of 2018. He saw this stuff coming. 
they have this that is still in effect today that they could totally freaking um, utilize and do the right thing. All right. Um, geez, this is a long article, but that's not that long, I guess, but it's important. So yeah, it's not that bad. It's, it's worth uh, touching on. So big just in. So Odie and I, Ratcliffe's stunning letter confirming his view that the CCP interfered in the 2020 election. So what does that do? So if Ratcliffe states, and he's the one that was in charge of delivering this report to Trump and our military, then 13848 is enacted instantly. We already know there's foreign interference. And Ratcliffe says that there was. So the EO states that they need that report. And based on that report, depends on what they're going to do. Well, you got the report. It states that there was interference in an election, states that the CCP was involved. We know that the election was rigged, period. But again, our military sitting on their hands and actually the eight joint chiefs of staff said, hey, we're going to let this go through. When I saw that letter, I knew we were screwed. All right. So don't worry, we'll, we'll get to what to do, but let's just keep going. So uh, just in uh, Ratcliffe's stunning letter confirming his view that the CCP interfered in the 2020 election. And he's clearly pissed at how corrupt the IC remains, IC's intelligence community remains. Uh, can you believe that the IC used Chinese an uh, analysts? <laughs> so check this out. Can you believe that the IC used Chinese analysts to, eva to evaluate whether the CCP interfered? Surprise, surprise. The Chinese analysts concluded no, of course, right? I'm also hearing that uh, Catherine Heritage is reporting on ODNI conclusion that Iran and Russia also interfered. Two, I note that the letter was signed on January 7th, 2020, the day after the Congress breach. To me, that is extremely interesting. As I understand it, the DC National Guard were deployed late on January 6th, but the Pentagon approved the serious buildup on January 7th and January 8th. There are now 25,000 armed National Guards uh, in Fortress DC. It is reasonable to conclude that the ODNI report and Radcliffe's conclusions likely combined with other intel are influencing the astonishing scenes in D.C. right now. Such a significant buildup is consistent with plans by foreign enemies, China, Iran, and other uh, Russia, to cause mayhem in U.S. cities. In my opinion, they would have these plans in place in the event of a Trump inauguration. There is always significant. There is already significant evidence of Chinese involvement with BLM and Antifa protests at the White House in 2020. Also, there have been large shipments of weaponry from China intercepted at U.S. ports. That points to infiltration. Pompeo uh, has been confirming just that in his tweets. If the above is what is happening behind the scenes, America is facing the worst national security threat since World War II. What does this mean? There's always the hope that we're seeing that what we are seeing is an elaborate bipartisan plan to counter the enemy. Sadly, I doubt it. Given that Biden appears to be compromised by the CCP, along with a slew of Democrats and some GOP Congress members, I assume that POTUS and his patriots cannot reveal what's going on to them. How about the IC agencies? I think Trump has the leaders he wants in place. That's critical. Don't believe the hype or blowhard ex-generals. Again, my opinion. But I think Haspel, Ray Miller, Ratcliffe, uh, Nakasone, et cetera, are all solid. Trump also has other key players in place, such as Cohen, Watnick, et cetera. Yes, they are compromised analysts and executives in such agency. I suspect more have um, been ID'd. Ratcliffe knows exactly who is pushing Beijing's line in the IC. That's my sense of things. That was, sounds like gunshots. Lily. Um, over the last few weeks, we have seen a blizzard of misinformation uh, designed to confuse the enemy. Biden's camp sees, uh, seem, 
Biden's camp seems very unsure about coming to D.C. They appear confused about what the troop buildup means. Fake news has been more hysterical than ever, demonizing Trump and his supporters. Pelosi in particular seems unhinged. His actions are being revealed. Even Trump is indicating in his ambiguous way that while he thinks election was stolen, he will leave. Given all that, the behavior of the Dems is extremely strange, given we are supposed to believe that Biden won a magnificent landslide victory. Pelosi is taking actions that are extremely damaging to the republic. There's the impeachment, but to me, appointing Swalwell as the impeachment manager and to the intel committee is the worst. It doesn't matter. If he no longer is compromised by the CCP, the fact that he once was renders Swalwell ineligible. Plus, he's an idiot. I agree. Elmer Fudd would be more useful in Congress than Eric Swalwell. Then there's China Joe. Biden can barely get a thousand views on YouTube. It makes no sense. If they're cut out of the loop, they're worried. And they're cut out of the loop. I suspect she and his thugs might be also. Right now, they may be thinking American leadership is divided and weak when it is far stronger than it appears. But we'll see, I guess. But back to the main point, Ratcliffe's assessment combined sign, uh, the troop buildup in D.C. and the 49 other U.S. cities tells me that there is a national security threat. I may be wrong. Perhaps this is all just to ensure an orderly transition of power. Better to be safe than sorry, I guess. But I suspect it is far more serious than that. My best guess is the Chinese, as well as the Iranians, have infiltrated armed militias within the U.S. They are being uh, they are to be used along with the Antifa BLM thugs to create mayhem if Biden is not inaugurated and or if Trump remains POTUS. Um, Pelosi is under orders to do all she can to remove Trump and ensure that he cannot run again. It, is, it all points in one direction, remove Trump and cause mayhem if they can't, which makes perfect sense. And you know why? Because it would all benefit America's enemies, domestic and foreign. POTUS Trump is an existential threat to Dems, GOP, CCP, Mulas, fake news, and the swamp. They must all act together to get rid of him. A second term of Trump is simply unthinkable. They cannot survive it, and they know it. You think I may be on the right track? Time will tell. Addendum. Another thing. Most have missed this, but I think EO13848 and EO13849 were put into play a few weeks ago. Yes, I know this came from another EO. Um, a bit of new sanctions um, on investing in specific Chinese companies, including prohibitions on financing the operations and listings of the U.S. Uh, on U.S. exchanges marry up with 848 and 849. It's causing havoc for the CCP as well. There are a lot we know, but even more we do not know about what's going on. So he says, trust Trump. So this was just an article on watchtowers.org that um, some of it, you know, is uh, a little outlandish a little bit, you know, trusting something. But what it does do is it also just explains what we already know that came from from Radcliffe, that the election had interference in 13848 as well as um, 849 should be inactivated, should be activated by our military. Why? Because they sworn oath. All right. They have to take that serious because if they can't and they don't do what it is they're supposed to do, it's incumbent upon God and us to do what needs to be done peacefully to make sure that our votes count, to make sure that uh, we don't lose our great uh, republic that has now become a banana republic. And make no mistake, it has become a banana republic. We can see in broad daylight, they have done everything they possibly could, you know, to undermine our election, to tell us to sit up and shut up, sit down, you know, you know, sit down, shut up, you know, just do what, do what we're told. And the military knows all this stuff. We can go, I can go through more and more articles through uh, the different countries and how those countries know that it was stolen here. They know how corrupt it was, how they played a role in it, how their entire, entire governments have been replaced because of some of this stuff. We can go through that for days and days. But the main point I'm trying to drive home is the military knows all this stuff. 
and the military was treated amazingly under Trump. They're they're being they were treated horribly under Obama, and they're being treated horribly again under Biden. Why in the world would they allow this to happen? Why would they allow China to take over our country? Do they not understand how history works? China and and countries like that, when they take over a country like ours or something like that, do you think the generals that made under under table handshake deals with these guys that, you know, hidden back rooms where they made these shady deals. You think they're going to be safe? These generals, they're idiots. Like they're going to be the first ones to go because they know too much. A couple of them may be used as tools or something like that. But do you really think that the Chinese, their government, their military is going to want these generals, these eight freaking these these eight traders to run the Chinese military? What another thing too is the military, they're going to be forced at some point to turn their guns inwards on their own neighbors and family. I mean, that's or they're going to have to go to war with with China. It's to me, it's this this paradox that like, why in the world would you just allow this to happen when you've sworn oath to defend the constitution and your homeland and all the heritage and family? I mean. I've got uh, a long uh, family history of, of patriots that uh, you know served in the military, served in the military, um, and they're just disgusted with this stuff. And they try to run it up the chain of command, um, and then it gets shot down there. And that's just one person. But imagine if you had, I don't know, ten percent of the military say enough, or you had one percent of the military say enough. This is this is wrong. Uh, it's going to affect change. It really is. And I believe that we have enough. Uh, solid men and women in our, in our military that know exactly what happened that are ready to do something about it. And I think it's incumbent upon them to do it. Um, as they say right here, I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States. We know who that is. And the orders of the officers appointed over me, according to the regulations and Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. That's why I played the military video um, of taking the oath by the Marines, because there is a very special relationship between POTUS and the Marines that if you dig deep, you will find. Um, so let me check the chat chat really quick. Yep. Yeah, tons of chat. Love you all. God bless you all. I, like I said, this is going to be one of those episodes that you know, are going to be a little uh, controversial, but know that um, I love uh, my military, you know, men and women, and we just have some really disgusting things that have allowed to have happened that I believe should be undone. And we have the ability to do it. Uh, of course, our military absolutely has the power to do it. They just have some, some brass at the top for whatever reason seems to be compromised. And there's enough people underneath it that, you know, could um, do the right thing. All right. They could do the right thing because, you know, you know, corruption, it's just totally out in the out in the open. They're just, again, telling us to sit down and shut up and take it. And But we, we have to, like, peacefully act. Right. I mean, we have to, like, I would say publicly call out. And this would be kind of like the the call to action here. Right. I mean, we do this Operation Sunlight where we expose the issues and then we show how like Trump has told us from the beginning, the only force strong enough to stop this is us. All right. So God and us, he's told us that for years and years and years. So when things like this happen, people want to blame Trump. It's like, well, the dude told us countless times, the only force strong enough to stop this 
is us. But there's so many of us that simply just go out and maybe do some tweets in an echo chamber or something like that. They're not doing the movement on the ground that needs to happen to take this country back peacefully. All right. So there's all kinds of things we can do. Um, I would say that we publicly call out these these uh, eight joint chiefs of staff. We call them out, right? So we we tweet at them, we call them, we email them. You know, we I don't know. We hit uh, the, all the branches of government, all their um, you know Facebooks and Twitters, and and just you know put our thoughts there. And, you know, right there on social media with, hey, remember your oath. Remember your oath. You know, link to like the Navarro report or something like that. You can do that on their Facebook and Twitter pages. We could run ads. We could even run uh, social media ads against uh, this corruption, this, th these things that are happening. We could rent billboards. Hell, we could rent airplanes with banners that you know talk about the corruption, right? We could um, simply get uh, people together. We could just um, organize like grassroots where we actually show up and make a physical presence because that's where that's what they don't want us to do. They can control us through media. They can control us through social media. They can restrict us that way. But if you actually peacefully show up at their places of business and you get, say, 100, 300,000 people with you and you demand that they they simply do what they're supposed to be doing uh, peacefully, of course, you know, that's why it's called Operation Sunlight, because these cockroaches do not like the sunlight. They don't like to be exposed. They don't want to be called out. They're allowed to do this stuff because so many of us are just simply sitting on our hands or just using our keyboards and not actually showing up. And you saw what happened when we did show up peacefully, of course, but you saw what happened when we showed up. That was the time where we made the actual the most headway. That's when we were actually able to get, um, you know, Trump in front of some of these courts. And guess what? The, the courts that actually saw, you know, the evidence, he won 60% of the time when we were able to get in front of these assemblies, because why? Because of the, the, the family, because of, because of us, when they got called out, they didn't like it. And the assembly had to hear the evidence. And then they saw that, guess what? We had that. We had the receipts. We had the proof that uh, we had the sauce that this stuff was stolen. But then it gets to the point of like the Supreme Courts at the state, it gets to the, some of the federal courts, it gets to the Supreme Court of the United States, and they just, they do nothing. They just uh, kick it out uh, with no comments whatsoever. And the military knows exactly what freaking happened. They know exactly what happened. But had we gone and had we go to these different places, these different courts, and say to do the, do the right thing, peacefully, of course, they're not going to want that attention. They don't want to be in the spotlight. They don't want to be in the sunlight. They don't want to be exposed for the traitors and the people that committed treason that they are. So we can do that together. Just sitting around and complaining about this stuff, just, you know, in an echo chamber on Gab or just, you know, tweeting to our, our, our same friends and, and whatnot on Twitter or something like that, that, that's not going to do it. It's simply not. We have to organize. If you look at what beat us, it was they organized as corrupt as they were. They got enough people together. To, to basically take over these voting stations, right? To take over the ballots. They didn't have, you know, millions of people like Trump does. They just had people that were paid, they organized, and then they basically stole the election from us. And if we organize just at like a, a local level, you know, city council, assembly, governors, supervisors, secretary of states, I'm telling you, if, if all 50 states got together and did that, there's enough of us, way more of us than them. They would have to they would have to take action because they would all be exposed for the traitors that they are or just the, the cowards that they are. All right. We can do this. 
we can, we totally can, but um, we can't just uh, wait for somebody to help us. We have to help ourselves. It's kind of like that song. Uh, one of my favorite bands is uh, Rise Against. All right. So uh, they have a song called uh, Help is on the Way, right? But it never came. <laughs> that's what we're seeing right now. Help is on the way, but it never came. And that's exactly what we're seeing because we can't uh, uh, wait for anybody else to do this for us. We have to do this ourselves. And without our votes, without our election system, uh, we are doomed, as you've been seeing. When uh, a country loses its, I guess when, when they lose it, its right to a fair and free election, it uh, it always ends up very, very badly for that country. Uh, and we'll end up as China, uh, as China's slave <laughs> in, in no time, as you're seeing. I, I've laid this out for you. Um, obviously, it could be done better by a, a far smarter person than me. But this is just like, to me, it's you know, hello, here, here we go. McFly, look, look at the writing on the wall. You know, I mean, um, you could have somebody like Peter Navarro break this out for you and do a much better job than I did. But this should be enough to let you know the military knows they have an oath. Our votes were stolen. We're screwed if we allow this to stand. Nobody's coming to help us. We have to help ourselves. Together, we are strong. Together, if we, if we unite in purpose, we shall be victorious. That is Sun Tzu. You can use their own philosophy against them. All right. So united in purpose, an army shall be victorious. All right. Same thing. But um, again, uh, if you think this, it doesn't really matter. If you think that uh, this is all just going to go away, it's no big deal. You know, you're just uh, one of the people that just, you know, turn back football. I'm telling you, you the way tyranny takes shape is it starts small, then they take it all. So, all right, so check it out. They they start small, then they take it all. And that's exactly what's happening here. You're seeing them right now go after our guns, whether you want to admit it or not. You've, you've already seen them go after our free speech. You've seen them go after um, our social media. We get canceled, all this types of stuff, right? So we start wanting to be cowards and not, not speak up because we don't want to be canceled. It might cost us money, our job, whatever. They start that way, all right? Then you can see what they're doing right now with gun ownership. They're going after the, I guess, the background process. Sounds okay, right? Um, yeah, I mean, who wants criminals owning guns, right? But we all know that criminals uh, don't buy guns legitimately. They go and steal them or, or buy them on the, the black market or something, right? What this does is it keeps um, constitutional law-abiding citizens from getting guns because with this legislation that they're trying to push through, uh, essentially, it can lock you into a infinite forever background check to where you never get your guns. So it's essentially the same thing as, as uh, your right to buy firearms. They just simply lock it up to where you're indefinitely put in this timeout <laughs> where maybe one day they'll get to your background check or not. They're removing existing law where they had to give it to you in a certain time frame. That all types of things like this are happening at breakneck pace. And so for everybody thinking this is all part of the plan, look, I hope to God you're right. Um, but that's not what I'm seeing. Look at the gas prices, all right? Look at what's happening. Uh, we, we have to come together, unite, um, hit the streets, organize, peacefully protest, call these people out. Uh, I am happy to do any of that with any of you, anytime, in any state. Uh, we just, we can't let this stand. And so... Hopefully the military does the right thing so far. Uh, the people at the top appears to me that they're traitors, treason. That's what it looks like to me. And the fact that the eight section chiefs all did that is, uh, is horrible. So, you know, the, it's, it's up to us. It is up to God and us. Check the chat really quick. I also have a very disturbing video that um, maybe it's innocent. Maybe it's innocent. I don't know. 
but it makes you really think about what the hell they do to our food. And this again is coming from, it looks like Asia of sorts. All right. So let me double check over here on DLive. What is going on, fam? I don't see any ads, so it looks like we're doing good here. Looks like we've got uh, Lemon Balance almost up to 500, so hopefully I will be able to distribute all of that to the fam here shortly, so that way you'll be able to uh, get the lemons and go you know, spread them with other patriots and things like that. Let me double check over here on Pilled. Looks like I have to refresh it, and there's going to be some incredible uh, updates again coming to Pilled. It's going to be incredible. I've already rambled on for two hours, and there's still a ton of fam hanging out with us. So love you all. God bless you. Hopefully, um, you know. Hopefully, you know this brings you some value or some value. Hopefully, this is uh, more than me just uh, you know talking to myself, and um, hopefully we we see some stuff you know happen positively because it's going to rely on us. And for everybody that thinks that Trump is going to do something, again, he told us what to do. <laughs> he told us from the very beginning, the only force strong enough to stop this is us. All right. So don't be mad at Trump if, if um, you know, if, and, and I love, um, you know, I love Dr. Shiva, but I, I disagree with them when it comes to Trump. I do. Um, I think that 90% of our industry, government, everything is corrupt in my opinion. And at the end of the day, uh, he was betrayed just like us. Uh, so Blonde Blue 80Q says, um, will states be able to fight against gun laws in their own states? Yeah, they can. Texas is trying to do that. There's other states that are saying they're not going to acknowledge federal law. But then when you look at the governors, it looks like they're part of the deep state too, and they're just running their mouth. Who knows what happens? But yes, if you, if we all get together and take our states back, guess what? DC becomes the island that it is, and nothing that they do or say would be enforceable because the states have the ultimate power, all right? Because think about it, the federal government, what the hell are they going to do if 50 states all turn on it and say, no, this is unconstitutional, we're not going to do it? What are they going to do? Nothing. They can go back to freaking China. That's what they can do. Um, let's see. Just V says, um, you're absolutely right. We have to unite, but the uh, way I see walking around every day or the sheep that I see walking around every day with one or two masks on aren't going to listen. Again, it doesn't require 100% of us. Imagine 3%, 1%, 10% of us did it. There's enough. There's way more of us than them. We can do this totally peacefully. You just show up and, and freaking just call them out for the traitors that they are. Say, so why are you doing all these un unconstitutional things? But just simply just using the you know, the, the boards and using Twitter and Gab and stuff like that to just voice our dismay. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. We actually have to show up. We have to shine the light on these freaking, just call them cowards, traitors, treasonous, whatever you want to call them, sellouts. All right. Because um, now we know we have selections, not elections. So these people that are out there putting out all these crazy laws and stuff like that, well, it becomes very evident, very clear that, uh, wait a minute, we didn't vote for you. And all this crazy stuff that you're doing benefits you and your few, not the many. So we got to stand up. We have to take we have to take to the streets peacefully, call these people out peacefully and just say, you know, we're not going to take it anymore. So let me check the chat over here once um, all this stuff uh, loads up. Looks like uh, I've unmuted myself. 
there was no audio on that whatsoever. So uh, for the fam, it was uh, freaking out, thinking there was uh, it was muted or something. There was it's just uh, video. And it, looks, it looks like lots of different shots of lots of different maybe fish and you know poultry meat processing plants, and they're pumping it full of something. I don't know if they're just simply adding water to it to make it heavier, so that way they make more money, or if they're pumping it full of seasoning or something far more nefarious. But for me, it makes me only want to shop local and not buy anything that was ever imported again. <laughs> because there's so many times we go to restaurants or, well, back in the good old days, when we used to go to restaurants, we weren't guilt shamed into wearing a face diaper, which I refuse to do. And I don't go to places that make me wear those things. Um, you know, they would say that they import their seafood from someplace, right? Um, so in a lot of those times it would come from Asia. I've got a buddy that owns one of the most successful uh, sushi chains, uh, pretty much probably in the world. And, um, I know that he gets his fish from Hawaii as well as, uh, different parts of Asia. And you have to start wondering, uh, did he get some of that? I don't know. So I would suggest as much as we can, fam, for some, for whatever reason, uh, pilled isn't responding. Um, hopefully the fam over there Sorry, Foxel wasn't responding, but it looks like Pilled is. So hopefully the chat here looks like it's okay. So it's not so bad. Um, but anyways, what it makes me want to do is it makes me only want to buy local farmers markets, local meat markets, local uh, local fishermen, things like that. Uh, just buy my food within the community and uh, do it the old way, right? Where uh, you eat, you eat based on the season based on the food that you have in that part of the world that you live. Because I don't know what that was. I can't prove that it's something sinister. But it definitely doesn't look uh, doesn't look healthy, right? I mean, they're pulling this stuff out of a pail, you know, and then they're injecting it into the meat. Is it seawater? I, don't, I have no idea what it is. But JJ sent that to me, and I just I had to share it with the fam because it, uh, we have to be very careful of the foods we put in our body. And I always recommend organic not processed stuff. I only eat meats and veggies. Uh, my big cheat is occasionally I'll eat some, some chocolate. Um, and I love my whiskey. So uh, I would be, I'd be thin as a rail if I uh, didn't like my whiskey, but, um, I do like my whiskey. So, and again, it comes, it comes from, uh, from Ireland where it's triple distilled and it's been around since 1780 by a, a guy named John Jameson. And, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, drink any, uh, bourbons. I don't drink anything from the U S because I don't want that Monsanto's crap in my body. Um, so anyways, when I saw this, when JJ sent this to me, I just, I knew that I had to share with the family and just let you all see uh, what some people have been saying has been going on for decades and decades and decades. So maybe it's totally part of the food process. I don't know, but makes me only want to buy local. Uh, see, Janie says we need to grow our own. Absolutely. Non-coincident synchronicities uh, says uh, no GH. Uh, is not what Americans or conservatives want. You're starting to see the difference between conservatives and liberals. Yeah, I mean, I would still say we're 80% and they're 20%. Um, Pathfrower says, well, how do we get lobbyists out and caps on election money spent go back to more debates? Unfortunately, we don't have real debates here in the United States. Unfortunately, we don't have... Um, real representation for us. We've seen this. We saw what they did to our great POTUS um, on January 6th, right? Uh, there was just immense voter irregularities. And they used the Capitol riots to basically commit treason, right? I mean, it's 
It's ridiculous. So we have to, again, at a state level, call out all the corruption peacefully. And that's how you'll be able to get lobbyists out because right now you can't really affect any change just by hitting people up on Twitter or on Gab and things like that. It's just kind of an echo chamber. You actually have to organize like you've seen countless times throughout history um, and then basically show up at their offices peacefully and say, yo, you know, what you're doing isn't right. You're screwing my family out of its future. Everything that I've worked for, I'm losing while you're profiting. Um, this is BS. We're not going to take this anymore. All right. And so the lobbyist part of it is after you take over the states, then the uh, the crooked and corrupt up there in D.C. are in the island that they deserve. All right. So start at a city level, go to a state level, and then you will affect a federal level. Um, see, liberals claim that they want a clean environment, but many, if not most of what they believe is synthetic, uh, artificial and poisonous for the environment. You're absolutely right. Again, non-coincidence, 100% right. Uh, so Path Travelers has agreed. Uh, now we have to rely on China, even for energy. We manufacture nothing. We assemble. Again, that's that's why we have to peacefully take it back. We have all the power that we need. We were energy independent here in the U.S. You know, um, but again, you saw Biden literally in one day just destroy everything that uh, our great POTUS uh, has built. That's why I don't believe that this is just some type of, I don't know, uh, mirage. I'm seeing the stuff actually affect uh, the world as well as our country. The stuff is happening whether we want to admit it or not. And the only force strong enough to stop it is God and us, right? Trump's told us that numerous freaking times. Let me check all the other chats. Let me jump over to DLive. What is going on, fam? Love you all. God bless you. Let me see if I can empty the chest here. So it says that I have 19.1. Let me show the entire fam what's up here. All right. So it says that over here, it says we have 501.16. So I'm going to put 500 here. Actually, let's do custom. Let's do copy. Uh-oh. Where'd he go? Uh, here. Custom, submit. It didn't change this number. Well, let's try a lesser number. Let's try just 500. Let's try submitting that. Hey, that might have worked, actually. Yes, it did. Excellent. All right. Let's distribute. Boom. That'll go out to the fam in 31 seconds. So feel free to share that um, with all your favorite fellow Patriots. And huge thanks to Lens Over It, as well as, whoops. All right, well, that didn't work. So I can't quite read it, but it says uh, Yank Keb and Temp, Temp Any. Sorry, I can't uh, quite read it, but uh, love you. Appreciate you. I know the, uh, the fam does as well. All right, let me close this. So huge thanks to Lens Over It, Laura Dora, Thumper Rose, Asset Wars, AJ1776. Great stuff. Congrats. All right. Yeah, God bless us all for sure. And let's double check over here. Love you. Appreciate you. Uh, see, it says here, uh, so Just V says, injecting all the meat with what to make it heavier or nefarious? See, that's, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what that stuff was. I really don't. Um, and I and I've lost my entire chat here, so I'm really sorry, fam. Maybe I can see it over here because we still got about uh, looks like we still have about 600 of the fam hanging out with us over just on pilled um, alone. So two minute questions are not debates. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, sodium solution to help preserve longer? Possibly. I know broth and salt water tenderize. Possibly. I just have no idea what that is, and it looks really unsanitary. And then you could go the total nefarious route and think that they're putting something else in it. All right. All right. Let's see here. So if anybody wants to get into cryptocurrency and blockchain, feel free to download the free Monarch Wallet on Apple and Google. If anybody wants to play a free video game that the longer you last, the more credits you earn, you can switch for cryptocurrency for free. Feel free to use Bullrun on Android. We are still waiting for Apple to approve it. It's been over a week now. Don't know what the delay is, but Apple has their own timeframes. And so hopefully it'll go live on Apple. Well, I don't know. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, because we submitted it over a week ago. So I know a lot of the kids, you know, they love it. And uh, shortly, we'll be introducing chat as well as two-player, so you can play family and friends all over the world and interact with them in live time through the chat. Uh, for anybody who wants a free book, if you want a hat, if you want a hoodie, socks, beanie, all that kind of stuff, branded Monarch for free, jump over to CryptoBeatles.com. Just do the giveaway, the email opt-in, click the little enter button, fill out a couple fields, let Tom know where you want it sent, and it'll be on the way for you for free. And then uh, congrats to the hodlers that have been in Bitcoin for a long time or for the people that got in when it was low, as well as many other cryptocurrencies. But again, be very, very careful, fam. I believe 95 to 99% of this stuff will go to zero. All right. You're going to see just like what you saw with the uh, tech stocks, you know, the, uh, the, the pop in the 90s and 2000s. I think you're going to see that in crypto at some point. Regulation is coming. So you have to be very, very careful when you get into crypto. So I suggest that you read this as an appetizer, get you some of the fundamentals. And then if you want to go down that rabbit hole, there are many people that have written incredible books that dive really, really deep to help explain this uh, to the fam. I made this one in crayon. So people would have the basics, um, you know, at least the fundamentals to where they can understand it. And then if they want to go down the rabbit hole, there's people like Andreas Antonopoulos and others that have done incredible works that you can read and uh, really, really deep dive. So, all right. Well, I think that's it. We'll be back Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, I've got, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be mobile. All right. So I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work out yet. I might be coming to you from my phone. Might be coming to you from a laptop. I don't know. But the last time um, I had to take care of a whole bunch of business and I was gone a week, I got literally thousands of emails telling me where the hell have I gone and <laughs> did you quit and all this stuff. Even after I told the fam I was going to be gone because I had a bunch of business to do and, you know, we had a studio to build and all that kind of stuff. So I will still uh, do the best that I can over the course of the next week to still be here Sunday, Wednesday and Friday for the fam and maybe pop in on other people's shows as well. Uh, like last night, we did uh, Table of Titans. Great guys. Uh, great time. Great fun. And um, it was great to see a lot of the fam out there uh, as well. So anyways, I'll do my best over the course of the next week to, um, to make sure that I, uh, I come alive to you on uh, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. So Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll do my best. All right. Joshua Davis, love you back, my brother. Appreciate you. Aaron, 
what do we got? He says, uh, watching the show so late or technically early. God bless you, Janie Shahid. Yeah, huge thanks to uh, Shahid. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, more than words. Yeah, you are the man. He's coming to us from uh, the other side of the world. It's probably, if I had to guess, sometime between 1 to 3 o'clock in the morning his time. And he's still uh, still up, you know, answering questions when he has to probably get up in a couple hours and go to work and take care of the family. So, uh, love you all. God bless you. And, yeah, if you want to um, check us out on Telegram, I pop in and out every once in a while. It's just Crypto Beatles Group on Telegram. I'm more active on Gab. Um Gab is just uh, at Robert Beatles. I never use Facebook, never use Twitter, except on Twitter, I just post when we're going live. So you won't really see me there. If you have personal questions and things that you want to hit me up or you want um, my take on something, just email me at cryptobeatles.com. Sorry, at cryptobeatles. No, cryptobeatles at gmail.com. I just pulled a Biden. Jeez. Cryptobeatles at gmail.com. That's my uh, email address. You can get a hold of me there all the time. I do my best to... Uh, to answer the famous questions. I know I got a ton of uh, emails uh, yesterday and today, and I will do my best. Very sorry to the fam who I've not responded to yet. I will do my best uh, to do that um, over the course of the next couple of days. It's just literally hundreds of emails. So uh, sometimes thousands over the course of a week. So it's a lot, but I will do my best. All right. I will do my best. Uh, Dusty Blue, love you back. All right. So huge thanks again to Shahid, to Jason for mirroring all the videos, to Tom for all the stuff that you do uh, with our distribution center, <laughs> for Will for all the stuff that you do in the background. Of course, my son, Aaron, you are incredible. Oz behind the curtain. Love you, boy. You are the man. All right. So Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I will catch you then. I've been rambling for about two and a half hours. Wow. These things just, uh, somebody needs to tell me to shut up. But not the government. We all need to stand up together and say enough. All right. Peacefully, of course. So let's do this. Let's do this. We can do this city, state level. Also, again, call out the joint chiefs, man. Call these people out peacefully. Of course, we got to show up. We have to show up in numbers. We have to turn on the spotlight. We have to, we have to just expose the corruption operation sunlight. We can do it. We can't wait for anybody else to do it. We have to do it ourselves. Trust in God, do it ourselves, and of course, do it peacefully, all right? We don't want any of those crazy shenanigans like they try to pin on us for January 6th, all right? You can do every, all this stuff peacefully. These people do not want to be in the sunlight. They do not want to be exposed, and if you expose them, they're going to do the right thing. Not because they want to, but because they have to. Peacefully, of course. So, love you. God bless you. And we're not going to take it any freaking more. Catch you on the next one. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.